Good afternoon, this is Ellie Newman on KDPI 89.3 FM Ketchum, and I am sitting here with Brian Boitano, who is in town for a special event, and uh, turns out he's been coming to Sun Valley for about, well, since he was 13, Brian? Oh, yeah. Okay, since he was 13. And, And what brought you here? Was it family or skating? You know, skating originally, when I was 13 years old, my coach in California decided to take all her kids up for the summer to Sun Valley. So we all drove here and trained for the entire summer. And I got to say, at 13 years old... um, yeah, was that you, a good thing? It was a fantastic thing. I mean, it, 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 it brought Sun Valley so close to my heart for the rest of my life. I mean, I just... I. I the memories of that time for me training here and getting up in the morning and watching the sunrise on the outdoor rink while we were doing compulsory figures and skating and just having the memories and so many different things that you can do here in Sun Valley just stick with me for the rest of my life. And are you an outdoors guy? Like, was it a plus to be outside? Yeah, I'm, I'm much more Sun Valley in the summer versus Sun Valley in the winter. <laughs> I'm uh, right I, along with you. I mean, I am because I buy, you know, usually when I come here, I just get a bike and I bike everywhere. I mean, you know, it's just so easy to get around and it's just so nice to get out in the sunshine and you know the okay, outdoor so experience now do you get cold easily because i'm thinking you're spending a lot of you were spending a lot of time in a quite cold yeah, chilly environment yeah. so was that i don't get cold easily yeah. i will wear shorts if it's like 30 degrees outside so i'll wear shorts and like the then a sweatshirt so it's more so. the activities for the summer that that are the plus for you yeah i like i like doing the outdoor stuff for the summer and there's you know like the the gallery walk and the antiques show and you know all those different things there's are a, just lot so there's a lot more going on there's a lot of social events yeah, as well exactly and i know you said you had you were going to have some sort of party while you're here so mm-hmm. is that is that are you a social guy yeah, very social. I entertain a lot. Um, and I have a lot of friends here in Sun Valley. I mean, you know, a lot of the professional skaters, I've done the shows here for years and years since I, you know, uh, won the Olympics. And so uh, I've been coming up here for a very, very long time. And they're a nice bunch. And is that they're typical, like in the skating world? It was funny because you had called my husband for directions and he's like, oh, yeah, I just spoke to Ryan. He <laughs> seems really nice. And then Mike and I were talking like, is that... Is is in skating, is that typical? Are people pretty generally, like, nicer than, you know, a lot of other athletes you talk to, pretty competitive approach and attitude, and maybe not a sort of off-the-cuff friendly? You know, it's... Or is it just you? It's, it's just, you know, it's like any other walk of life. I mean, you know, I'm like, you know, are people in radio stations, like, nice? Or, yeah. you know, there are yeah. people who are nice, and there are yeah. people who are not nice. Yes. And so you get along with the people who are, and that you, you hang out with them, and you don't hang around with the other people. And they so. get to hang around with each other. Exactly. Yeah, it, work, yeah. it works perfectly. Yeah, exactly. They can be all snooty and mean. <laughs> um, okay, so you are here for a fundraising event that's mm-hmm. going to take place on Sunday, September 1st, at the Selby House. Um, and there's still tickets available. And it's a fundraiser for the Sun Valley Figure Skating Club. And if anyone's interested in going, they can call 208-622-8020, or they can go to www.s as in Sam, V as in Victor, F as in Frank, S as in Sam, C as in Charlie.com. Oh, I think I got all wow, this right. A, I'm wow. psyched. Whew. I impressed myself. The altitude's not I, I hitting think I, you. I think I made some. <laughs> but um, you are going to be cooking, is yes. that right? I'm going to be cooking with everyone. Everybody's going to come, and we're going to have... 
cocktails and um, I'm going to be making appetizers and people are going to be making them with me. Um, it all sprung from my Food Network show called What Would Brian Boitano Make? And then I came out with a cookbook uh, three months ago called What Would Brian Boitano Make? And so I've been on a prom promotional tour. Um, you know, just all around the country doing food demos. And so when there was this opportunity to do, you know, a fundraiser for the Sun Valley Figure Skating Club, um, Craig Heath, who was one of the skaters in the show, um, said, would you consider doing this? I said, that sounds great. All my friends up there. I love Sun Valley. What better than to be in, you know, a great setting at the Selby House is so beautiful and um, be with my friends cooking and drinking and eating. And, uh, you know, it sounded perfect to me. So I'm very glad to be here. Okay, so you've adopted and embraced the name, um, the phrase, what would Brian Boitano do? Now, was that immediate? Like, are you a South Park fan? And was like, that I had okay? No Did choice. they ask your permission? I had no choice but to embrace it. Okay. I mean, it literally, it was, they didn't ask my permission. Uh, I've never met the guys. I heard about it through sources at um you know disney studios said hey there's this song with you in it you better so i you know i went to go see the movie and they were nice to me so i was pleased about that yeah nervous they, they might not yeah be. there were plenty of people i think who had seen that movie i think i'm the only decide. one that was they were, they were nice, nice to, to. Yeah. so i'm glad and you know honestly i thought it would blow over yeah um but it, it's actually escalated okay because so did it go through a phase where it was just bugging you like okay yeah funny. i was ignoring it you ignored it i ignored so it so then what was the tilt like what was that the tilt was after a year okay so i thought okay the movie's gonna come out people are gonna forget about the song and they're gonna forget about this whole thing and then we can go back to having interviews where nobody talks about it <laughs> and um then you know two years went by yeah. and then four years went by yeah. and then eight years went by and i'm like this isn't going away i'm still hearing that song every time i go on TV, because I you know, would on a not have show. brought it up if you hadn't named your cooking show. Well, that's that I, would be refreshing. I would have let it lie. Wow. And my husband, cool. even when he said to yeah. me, oh, don't mention that. No, I like, no, are no. you kidding? I talk He's about it all the time. show called that. And it doesn't matter. It's like every single time I do like the Today Show or something, yeah. they always, like every <laughs> single time, like I've talked to you guys about this 15 times, you know. But um, so I would love to go down to the studios. I've talked to uh, Matt Stone on the phone, uh -huh. and he seems like a great, a great guy. So um, I hope to meet him someday. Okay. So the show is cooking, mm -hmm. and it's you cooking. It's me cooking. And, and being is, really goofy. And being really goofy. And a spin on traditional recipes. Yeah. Okay. So I just have to say in the few minutes that I was doing research for the show today, mm -hmm. I thought, oh, there's a connection, right? You're kind of fame. You have... A variety of fames and things you're famous for in skating. So I don't mean to minimize it all, but one of the sort of things that you're famous for is putting a spin on. Is it the the Lutz? It's the right, yeah, on the Lutz, Lutz right? Yeah, so uh -huh, you exactly. you put a twist on. Right, it. I have my own a, jump a named on. after me because right, of a, because of that. Yeah. And so you're doing the exact same thing with cooking. I'm trying right? to. Yeah, was that intentional did you kind of were you conscious of that and making a choice that way or what is that just who you are and so it came out of course in your skating and in your cooking I think it comes out because uh it's how I was born and raised and it's I've always even with skating I've always wanted to not do what people do conventionally I've always been sort of like to consider myself a pioneer mm -hmm. and if people are all you know um, signing with this agent I don't want to sign with that agent I want to do my own thing and if people are touring with this company I always wanted to tour with an, like my own company so I always went in different directions but tried to make it something of my own 
And do you have a sense of why that is? Is that to kind of keep a distinct identity? I think so. I don't know. It's, it's just more something interesting. I think to it's you? more interesting to me, and I wanted to be an individual. I yeah. think. Um, you know, I, I, I always liked to, you know, do my own thing. I've been always been that way. Are you from a big family? Um, four kids. What number uh, are you? I'm the child by seven years. So I'm the baby. Uh-huh. I'm the baby. Uh-huh. So, um, yeah, my brother and sisters were pretty much out of the house, uh, by the time skating really hit full swing for me. So when did cooking become a passion for you? Like what was it? that led you in that direction after sort of easing off the skating? Were you looking for something, to, a new direction, something new? Um, are you the kind of person that once you're done with one thing, you you just would naturally go diving into something else? Well, um, the cooking is really um, an offshoot of like sort of entertaining. And I love having friends over. I love extended family. I love family. Um, when I was young, my family used to do entire days of eating and celebrating during, you know, we would prepare the meal, but we'd also have like appetizers on the table and just talk and socialize and watch football games on TV and have cocktails. And so it would be an all day event. So I was born and raised in this family, this Italian family that really used that as a showing of their affection towards each other and a, a way to um, to connect, really connect, connect. yeah, yeah connect. Food you're having, yeah. that's the medium in which you are socializing, connecting, yes, and showing love. Exactly. And, and so, and were they good cooks? Uh, my mom was not a good cook, <laughs> but my aunt, my uh-huh. aunt would throw these incredible parties, and I had the most exotic foods when I was ten years old. I'd have smoked oysters and marinated cactus and all this stuff. I'd put this stuff in the cookbook, and it really inspired the way I look at food and how adventurous I am with food. If there's something on a menu that I've never had before, I always get it. And uh-huh. I think that that's because of my aunt showing me these different things that people ate so, at a very so young age. So you eat the fried octopus with pork bellies and scrambled eggs at Lola in, in Seattle for breakfast. I would, but I've had that. <laughs> I've had those before, so I yeah. wouldn't, yeah, yeah wouldn't I wouldn't have to, that. Yeah, exactly. It's not that good. It's <laughs> like that thing where you're like, yeah, you know, it's you interesting. Know. I'm glad I ate it, but not really sure I want to eat it again. Many times yeah. I've had yeah. those things that I wouldn't have again, but I'm glad I tried them. And so are you a foodie as well? Because it definitely yeah. satisfies your social element yeah. um, and a creative element. But like you live in San Francisco, yes. right? And I, yeah. I read that you said your favorite restaurant growing up was um, the Prime Rib House, which I, I – where is it? House of Prime Rib. House it's on Rib. Van Ness in yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. It's um, and My mom and dad used to go on dates there. Uh-huh. And so the nostalgia is one of the reasons that it's my favorite. But it's so old San Francisco. Okay, I, I, I don't know how I missed it. I lived there yeah. for 10 years, and I'm definitely a foodie. So now sort of contemporary. Are you still in San Francisco? Me? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So contemporary, what's your what, what are your go-to restaurants? Uh, there's so many. Or go-to I mean, food. Yeah. Go to, like you know, the thing I love about San Francisco is you go there and all of a sudden you look over and there's a little tiny store that wasn't there last time and they're selling all kinds of rice pudding. Yeah. yeah. And so you can just go in and think, oh my gosh, like I'm going to taste these combinations and these things I never would have dreamt of. And to me, that's what's awesome. Like any corner you could turn and all of a sudden there's some different unique food. Do you know what's so funny? A place that serves rice pudding just uh, opened up in my hood oh, in San Francisco okay. that they serve rice pudding. And you're like, oh my god, I don't have a good feeling about oh this. My gosh. They're gonna have, and they're so successful. Try the espresso, like a tiny Yum. bit of it because it's so strong. But like the espresso yeah. one, yeah. it works. Yeah, really oh my good. God, yeah. So do you? I'm assuming that you were so successful with ice skating, so you had the talent. You must have had the drive as well, and you continued on for a long time. Do you have a similar drive with the cooking? Is it? Are you a sort of 
self-competitive, ambitious person by nature. And, and yeah. so are you driving yourself? Like, you do you want to be on the cover of Gourmet Magazine, which doesn't exist anymore, so I should have yeah, found exactly. it. An, another bon magazine, Bon, bon appetit, appetit, as you were with Sports Illustrated. Like, do you have goals, um, or is it a different, <clears throat> different approach I have made my song. I have made myself be a little bit more relaxed because cooking is meditative to me. It's sort of I, the best the best time that I have is sometimes experimenting with recipes and things in the kitchen like late at night when I'm just alone and just trying things out and then I can eat it and then try it again and stuff like that. And are you so, a cook that tastes as you go? Do you, do I, you think you mostly taste or smell or sight or feeling intuitive? I go. I go. With, I, yeah. I mean, I, I I do that. I, d- I definitely taste as I go. But I, I I'll make a dish, and if it's successful, I you know it's like a keeper. And if it's not, if it needs tweaks, then I tweak it a little bit. But then sometimes it's just not something that you really think is individual enough to make it into a cookbook or something it has like to that. Be unique. But I made a but I made a pact with myself about because skating. I'm such a like so regimented and such a ninja and so strict with myself. I'm like I, I when I started cooking years and years ago. I said, I am never going to do that with cooking because I don't measure anything. I mean, when I bake, I measure, but I don't measure anything because I want it to be fun. I want it to be free form. I want to have fun with it and use my instincts and my taste buds instead of using, you know, just going back and forth to a book, you know, for mm-hmm. recipes and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I didn't want it to be that strict. Mm-hmm. And, and hopefully there's, for my sake, there's a middle ground because, like, I, Nigella Lawson, I think she's great. But Love she'll her. be like, okay, just put in, like, a little bit of what you think is right. I'm like, I don't know. It's your recipe. Like, I need some guidance. I, I know, some but parameters. you know what? It's like, uh, but you can't really ruin anything. I mean, uh-huh. you can burn something yeah. or you can oversalt something and that ruins it. But as long as you don't do that, really, if you say put a handful of parsley in, it doesn't matter if it's, yeah. a, it's a cup or right. a half a cup. Honestly, okay, it's not going to make that much so difference. So I want to talk about something you've kind of <clears throat> just hit on a little uh-huh. bit. So mistakes. Uh-huh. Um, in skating and in competitive skating, like, mistakes aren't good. Not like, good. it's so stressful even watching. Yeah you out there right and it's yeah. like oh my gosh like a teeny tiny something yeah so are do you allow yourself you said you know at least in your kitchen at night alone you're going to allow yourself to make quote-unquote mistakes yeah. and and tweak it did you have to kind of adjust to let that be okay to like let yeah. a cake fall and be a disaster or yeah i mean i definitely like i said it's like um i would be killing myself inside my head if i made a mistake on the ice but like you know what if you're like you know what not mean but just really uh hard on yourself Uh uh not mean but like why did you do that why weren't you thinking hard enough why you know it's like just this whole thing is it that's not well i guess that's mean it's like sort of judgmental on your own yeah Yeah, it's just hard Hard on on you but so i mean so if i you know it's like i barbecued you know uh you know salmon and it's a little bit overdone it's 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 more on the dry side you know what's the big deal you know it's still it still tastes great you know what i mean so but uh, was that a journey like to get there no, I just made the decision to not be as strict. Like what we talked about earlier, I'm like, I'm not going to follow a recipe. I'm going to measure things. I'm going to just throw things in and add things as I go. And, and, and that was it? Like you told yourself, I'm going to completely change this aspect of my personality. And, and then you did. Absolutely. That's because pretty awesome. It was, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it would work in other areas yeah. of my life. But, yeah, well, but it But with it, this, I really loved cooking, and I wasn't having a good time when I would follow recipes. Yeah. And I was like, I'm not having a good time, and I know I can really embrace this. And were your family and friends supportive? 
of that? Of, of, uh, well, well, of that and also just the cooking in general, like you, you oh, finding this are new Are you kidding? They get to eat. Expression. They get to eat and drink. <laughs> are you kidding? That Hey, come over. I want you to, to use you as a guinea pig. They're uh-huh. like, oh, for sure, I'll be over there. I got to test a cocktail recipe on you. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Which I think, too, in, in Jamie Oliver's early books, right? Mm. Like he was all about that. Um, having friends over, testing stuff, yeah. um, having stuff together. Do your friends comment? Like, do they be oh, like, yeah. oh, this kind of sucks, or that was really good? Well, or? my friends have the veto power. Um, I, you know, it's the recipes in the book are fun, easily accessible ingredients, very few steps but still delicious so that they please like a novice cook uh, all the way through uh, an experienced chef. And so my friends would say, too many steps in here. I don't want to do 10 steps in a recipe. you got to figure out how to get that down. So, And they would have a veto power. So if my friends didn't embrace it, I would take it out of the cookbook lineup. And did the cookbook come before the show? No, the cookbook came after the show. And it, it basically was – it's a combination of the the stories from, from the show, the stories from my life, travels, and how traveling is, it has influenced my, my, my cooking and my eating, and um, all my favorite recipes of all time because for 30 years now I've kept notebooks and notebooks of my favorite oh, recipes wow. that work for entertaining – um, they work, you know, in every every aspect of my life, and uh, and like you and I were talking earlier, the hard part about doing that was I had notebooks of hundreds of recipes that I had no measurements in. I'd just mm-hmm. put the ingredients, mm-hmm. so I'd put, you know, parsley, chicken, garlic, and I'd have all that. And I'm like, how much of each do you say in a cookbook? So I had to go back down all the ones and 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 figure out the measurements for each of the ingredients. And that was the most work. But how cool those those uh, notebooks are, just sort of as an analog and a diary of your life. Exactly. And the recipes that were connected yeah. with that. Like that's just in itself super cool. Absolutely. And did the show, was it your idea or how did that come about? Well, I had, a, I had another idea that I wanted to shop to Food Network. And um, I met with one of the producers of one of the other, <clears throat> excuse me, Food Network shows and I tried to sell them on the idea. It was a, a was that fun food and like skating. Pitching? Was the pitch good? I, I, I wasn't really pitching to him. I mean, I was just – the pitching was different to the producer because he was the producer that would film the pilot. Uh-huh. The pitching to Food Network was interesting because they put it in front of a focus group, and that's really the, the pitch. Um, but my to my, the producer, I was suggesting something in, with food and skating, and he said, you know what? Why don't we drop this whole skating thing? We'll just do – I think you have the personality to hold uh, like a whole food show, so let's do it. So we filmed – a pilot showed it to Food Network, got really high ratings from the focus group, and then they bought they bought it. Did you have to think about that for a second, or was that an automatic yes? Because you had had your identity pretty much associated with skating. Yeah. Um, were you okay to drop that? Like, did you think, yeah, I can step out of that and do this? Or did you go home and think about it? The hard part know? is that, um, as a rule, the American public doesn't like people to jump into different areas when they're well-known in one area. So if you notice, they don't like to see singers become actors, actors to become singers, athletes to become singers, or... You you know, yeah. they don't like if you're known as something, they're like, well, how can you do this, too? So the real um, it turns out our brains are kind of wired that way. So I was just telling me there was a talk on a yeah. TED talk that you want sameness. 
sameness. And you identify yeah. with what's same, and it kind of throws your brain off a little bit, wiggly, wiggly, when yeah. something's really different. And the other, I think the important thing is to realize that people, even though they're really, really good at something, they can also be really, really good at something else. Yeah. So, um, and your center behind that might be the same, right? Yes. That where you come from that is being creative, being driven, yeah. putting, ha- being unique, yeah. having your identity involved with whatever it is you're doing. It's, it's, so it's, you could rock at a lot of things. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, it's, it, it, it's been very fun for me, but it, it has, I think it does open some other challenges. But you asked me if I was willing to step through that. Yeah. And I, you know, as an, as an aging athlete and knowing that there's only so many years that I'll be able to ice skate, um, I want to stay interested in my life. And this, and food and entertaining is, uh, really interesting. I do it. It's organic to me. I mean, you know, I entertain th- three times, you know, a week at home and, you know, I, it's friends are coming in and out. It's a great place to do it. Were you nervous at all that you wouldn't be <coughs> accepted, especially knowing that well, in our culture, a lot of times we don't expect accept somebody when they switch to something else? Like how did you think about how you would deal with that? Like, would it have been okay? Well, it would have it would have been okay. It's um, I knew it was going to be a challenge, mm-hmm. and I was up for the challenge. And now it's interesting because the show, because of my goofiness, and it's very quirky. The show, um, it's attracted a lot of very younger younger viewers who know me as the for food uh, for food from Food Network. Um, instead of skating, I was at the gym and I used my um, I went to the cafe and I used my card like my gym card. And she looked at my gym card. The girl who was checking me out, she goes, "Do you know you have the same name as a Food Network?" star uh-huh. <laughs> like that's hilarious and was that it felt okay you it were felt like, okay yeah, you like know that, what that's okay life changes yeah. and things move on yeah you had good parents um and or you've done a lot of work since then no my parents <laughs> yeah. are fantastic and so you are you having fun doing the show is it fun it's so it's much fun, fun. it's and so you much bring your fun friends on? I, got, I do watch yeah it. no i do i bring it's all organic and i it's like when they saw the cast of my friends that were actually coming on it's like i have the craziest friends uh, not crazy in a bad way yeah. crazy in a good way yeah. so um it's all uh, all about entertaining my friends and having you know my real friends come on and doing um, events for them. And do you have another show either that you're working on or that you started already called Sty? What would Brian? I don't know where. Style <laughs> oh my God! Are we gonna? I don't want to use that name anymore. It's I, like yeah. <laughs> no, I do have a new show okay. coming on, and you're gonna laugh because this is talking about crossing crossing over yeah. again. Um, I have a show coming on HGTV uh-huh. in uh, next the early part of next year. So it's a renovation show. Oh. So um, it's very interesting. It's very interesting. So sort of. As in interior design renovation or all sorts of renovation? Yeah, it's actually a renovation um, in Europe of Uh uh, an old house. So, And there's a really great story behind it, but I'll tell you about that later. I know, because we're short on time. We have to come back for that. Yeah. So just quickly before we end, Mm -hmm. first, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for having me. And um, what are you going to be cooking Oh, my gosh. We're doing – well, we're doing uh, we're doing cocktails, too. And so are we're going to do special cocktails. Well, yeah, I mean, they're going to be your fresh. Thing too? So yes, because like, okay. San Francisco is really yes, about I the know, mixology. I I'm so into that. Yeah. I'm so into the mixology. In fact, I do these things. There are evenings unplugged with my friends, and I set up a uh, spirits <clears throat> and a cocktail station, and they all mix their own drinks okay. and have the simple simple syrups, and I'll have bitters like homemade bitters and that whole thing. And then we'll just sit around the kitchen island and make uh, appetizers. So I'm doing the I'm doing these really great soap papillas, southwestern soap papillas, which yeah. are usually sweet, but I'm doing a savory version, which is basically puffed up pillows of dough that I stuff with black bean, avocado, tomato, 
uh, ancho chili and just lime juice yeah. and um, really great. And I'm doing um, some fresh watermelon uh, margaritas and some white wine sangria, which is one of my um, favorite things because I put mint in it. And then a bunch of other stuff. We're going to do pizzas and we're doing all these so different things. So you're a foodie because you're all about what goes foodie. with what. Like as I'm listening, I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, now that really goes with that. I know, oh, yeah, that's a good fit. And imagine the But whole you know thing what? I don't together. get stuck in that rut yeah. because I'm, You'll you know, if I'm having fish and I feel like you're drinking red wine, yeah. guess what's coming to the table? <laughs> red wine and fish. I don't care. And it'll be good. Yeah. Because if they're both good, that works too. Absolutely. That the 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 art on the walls doesn't have to match the furniture no no absolutely and so is there also an element of your personal style i i had heard something about like style with brian so i don't know is that that's hmm. the, the no no so maybe that's well i mean i with the show with i renovate the show, the show and then i do the design in the interior, in the interior so. so it must have been but that. um oh maybe maybe yeah maybe that's next uh, maybe who knows yeah style. it's like everybody's gonna be so confused yeah it's gonna be good <laughs> it's gonna be all good well, thanks again. Thank you for having and me. And once again, the event is a fundraiser to raise money for the Sun Valley Figure Skating Club. And it's Sunday, September 1st at the Selby House. And for more information or tickets to eat the delicious food that just sounds super good mm-hmm. and fun, um, and drinks, 208-622-8020 or www.svf. SC.com. I'm not going to say that. Uh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks again. Thank great you. Great talking to you. You too. I run over cement walkways, paved over souls, bearing in depths of my steps.